It comes back to making it fun and creating that motivation around mealtime and getting your child's buy-in to trying new foods and making new foods exciting and not feeling that all hope is lost. If you have a child who's three and four and is already an extremely picky eater, the sooner you can start, the better. I'm Emily Mariner. I'm a licensed behavior analyst at Young Mind Community Center. And today we're going to talk about creating effective routines in early childhood. Our second episode focuses on mealtime. The four-part joint activity routine includes an opening is our first part, which is your setup. The second part of the routine is actually the routine itself that you're completing, whether that be dressing or toothbrushing or mealtime. And then the third part is the elaboration or the variation. And we add that part to prevent a child from losing interest in the routine that you're trying to complete. The fourth part and the final part would be the closing. It signals the completion of the routine and it notifies a child that will be transitioning to a new routine. We want to create effective routines, especially around mealtime because nutrition is really important for children. When opening the mealtime, you might have the child pick which foods they're going to eat. Do you want chicken tonight or do you want grilled cheese? And then letting them pick amongst those two. And you can have them help carry the food over to the table. You can help them set the napkins on the table. You can have them pick their plate. Another really great strategy would be having the child help to serve the food. When you're making a child's plate, if you put a lot of food on there, especially foods that's less preferred, that's where you're gonna get a lot more protest. So only put on the plate what you want them to eat and you know that they'll be successful with. The second part would be that routine. You're sitting down and you're starting to eat and you're talking about the foods that you're eating, singing a song about the food or pretending that child has to eat the broccoli before the alligator eats the broccoli. You might then elaborate, which would be our third step and vary mealtime by either adding in new foods or changing the conversation to how was their day at school? What did they do today? And then at the end of the mealtime, we would close it down you could do that by having them take their plate over to the sink, having them throw away their napkin, talking about, wow, you ate your broccoli. Let me feel your muscles. Oh my goodness, you got stronger while you ate the broccoli. So celebrating in that closing with the child. And mealtime can be one of the more difficult and challenging times for a lot of families. And so it becomes this sort of vicious cycle where a child wants to be in control and wants to pick what they want to eat and how much they want to eat. We've had children here at the center who have been deemed failure to thrive and would be put on G-tubes. We've been able to get those appointments canceled. We've had children then on the opposite end of the spectrum who have been unhealthy due to the weight that they've gained, which has impacted them socially. We've been able to have those children lose weight and get to a more healthy state and seeing a significant difference. We had a little boy here in the center. He had extreme food selectivity to the point that he ate mostly sugars and carbohydrates. Vegetables, fruits, and proteins were a significant struggle for him to eat and for the family to get him to even tolerate. He became pretty unhealthy and gained a significant amount of weight. We did a variety of strategies. We would present choices of two foods that were new, so like a cucumber and a piece of asparagus. He was more motivated to eat the cucumber when the asparagus was his other choice. We cut the cucumbers into small pieces and he would take just small bites of cucumbers. And then we would start to make the bites of cucumber a little bit bigger. 
And that took about a week and then he was eating cucumbers at home, at snack at school. And we kept kind of presenting food in this way by reinforcing those really tiny bites and then slowly over time making the bites bigger and then also increasing the number of bites that he was required to take. This was a couple months ago we started and currently he is eating tuna salad, salmon, chicken breast, avocado, tomatoes. He's lost a significant amount of weight. He's eating the meal that mom makes now. They were having family dinners for the first time in years. So it's like changed their quality of their family time. You want children to be successful in the school environment, but they have to be successful at home and parents have to be confident and able to apply these strategies as well. A lot of times we make dinner really quick. We don't include children in it. We put it in front of them and we say, eat it. Versus having the child be a part of all of those things so that they're excited about the food that they will be eating is the biggest and easiest change that families can make. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you'll join us for the next episode where we'll talk about toileting routines for young children.